Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies and books too seriously. Disaster artists. We survive the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Shane. I'm Johnny. And hey. today, <laughs> and today, our bunker is heating up with Fahrenheit four five one by Ray Barbary. We're gonna have to burn all those books behind you, Johnny. Yeah. Jesus, they'd hate you. I'm just looking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. the studio is just like our desk is stacked. Let me see. I'm counting uh, at least ten books high in a corner of the table, and then behind you is what one, two, three, four, five, six shelves of books, all full, all double filled. There's a lot of books around us. Yeah, most of them about the apocalypse. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> there is actually quite a few. Yeah. There's actually and there's a, few. a lot of Stephen King as well. There's an entire shelf of Stephen King. Well, yeah, but then there's also another like twenty Stephen King books on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, well, like, is there? Th- yeah, yeah. The entire like that's the Dark Tower series, pretty much entirely uh, is on the table. So um, burn them all to hell. So Fahrenheit uh, four five one four five one. I keep forgetting the numbers. Do you know what that number? What what that means? I don't actually. It's the temperature at which paper burns. Ah, mm. really? So we'll see you next week. This I was. <laughs> Um, also, I, like, because you can hear me sipping coffee now. No longer will you hear uh, this in the back. Sometimes, if you listen to our podcast, you hear this. Oh yeah, this yeah. Mo- I have this an Johnny doing heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> e- yes, e-cigarette. Uh, no, um, but yeah, I don't smoke the e-cigarette anymore. So, oh really? What the f- is that? Oh, it's that. That's a school bell. I don't know if that's going to be picked up on the mics, but oh, you can a- hear it slightly. Yeah. It's a school really? bell, and it just goes off. It's broken. Sometimes you won't hear it for months, and then other times it'll just go off at like eleven o'clock in the day, when it, like during the summer when school's out, and it'll just stay school, going. Sc- schools are off today. It's really funny. That's I, I think it seems to only go off when schools are off. <laughs> it's the no children here clear <laughs> alarm for uh, but like predators. Listen, how long is it? Like it'll just stay going. It's like an yeah. old bank, uh, like an old tiny. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like somebody's after robbing the bank. Yeah, yeah. Get the sheriff. Yeah, it's it's so annoying. Um, so you uh, you attempted to watch the the film of Fahrenheit. <laughs> attempted is a very good uh, expression. I once attempted it as well. Yeah, I I attempted to watch it, and it was actually I found it. It was on YouTube. Now, no fault of the film to start with. It was a very dark, um, I suppose, film scan or whatever it was. Yeah, and yeah. I had like one little highlight light in the middle. It was really. It was really annoying to watch, but actually, it's a terribly shot film, and yeah, there's, there's yeah. awful acting in it. It's not a great script. It's terrible. The book, the story is fantastic. I read like, um, I read it all about. I'm, I'm going to say I, I'm, I'm going to admit it. I didn't read the book. I read, <laughs> I read the cheat notes for the book because um, I'm not the fastest reader, so I wasn't going to read a whole novel by the time we uh, were reading this episode. So, so I read, uh, I read the cheat notes that. Um, college students read instead of reading the book <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and read so much about it and read the history about it read a little bit about the writer ironic because you know a book about I, well, <laughs> I, I thought you would appreciate that because um, that's what it's all about it's about bo- the books that do exist were dumbed down for the for people yeah. and then uh, all the other books are burned but um, no yeah it's, <laughs> film's a hard watch has one really really redeeming clever factor about the film I want to point out 
that um, all the credits mm. are spoken by the narrator rather than written. That's because all the yeah, books yeah, people, people don't read anymore. That's very clever. Yeah. Um, which I, th- I thought was really, really interesting. I remember it like it has cool art attached to it. Like if you ever see it on DVD or its posters, they all look cool. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, from what I've seen in the film, it looks absolute dirt. Oh, it's, it's shot really weirdly. It's really cheap, really bad. Yeah, like yeah, you said, really bad. Like, uh, I, it's I, British I watched, as well, isn't it? British production. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first like three scenes. And I was like, nope. And in the first scene, this is really funny. That, like, I have to buy it just because of how bad it is. But there's a really funny scene where it's this, the the firemen go into a house and they're searching the house for books and stuff. And one of the firemen picks up an apple and takes a bite out of it. And one of the other firemen just slaps it out of his hand. And they do this like weird edit where like he does like a double take at the guy of like, how dare you? And then he just shrugs it off. And it has this like like real dramatic crash zoom in on his face. But then it's not. It has no meaning at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just. It was pointless. It was just like, why did you do that? But then he doesn't actually say it. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, for anybody that's just tuned in as well, they, again, that they might not have read or seen it. We're not yeah. going to go too into it, but just the, the very explain the premise. The yeah. basic premise is it's a dystopian novel set in a world where books of any kind have been outlawed. And the main character, Montag, Guy Montag, he's a fireman. And in this world, firemen are tasked with the job of burning books. Yeah, not putting out fires. Yeah. And they said it's so far into the future, essentially there's no need for firemen because... Have you come across this in your notes notes where houses are glazed in this new type of plastic that's... No, stops, it stops them from... Burning. Burning, essentially. Like So oh, firemen okay. are obsolete, so they were like tasked with uh, burning books yeah but they kind of enforce the law around books as well oh yeah yeah because they have the um they have the robot sniffer dogs yeah the hound yeah yeah Yeah, exactly and um yeah i mean it's just that's pretty much all there is to it the main character meets a girl that's a bit of a, a free spirit who probably is reading her family seemed to have books but as uh, she disappears and he sort of you know you find out he's actually he's been questioning it for a long time and he's been storing his own books somewhere oh yeah when they're and, burning the house like he'll take a book yeah, yeah. Day, so. and it, it kind of just goes from there we can get we can as we as our conversation progresses we'll yeah. talk about where it goes we're not, like, not going to do a full recap of the movie no no we we f- fell way too far down that rabbit hole in our, our last episode we did Lord of the Flies yeah and we like even even if we we'll, we'll get to other parts of the book but as the conversation goes on I guess rather than yeah. but the, I suppose the whole thing is they say that in their world books got pe- minority groups they didn't mean specifically um, racial minorities they meant like groups of society um, found a lot of books had content that they found offensive. And so those books were made, were banned. Yeah. And then most literature ended up being too similar. But for a lot of people, it wasn't enough. So what they decided to do was just ban books altogether. And it's all about tackling free thinking and um, challenging, I suppose, societal norms and uh, not necessarily being about taboo, but it's about questioning your world around you that yeah, was yeah kind of they used it as a tool to outlaw that then uh, i suppose is basically what the 
whole book and the film is about really isn't it yeah well pretty much yeah we always talk about how possible like you don't even need to really ask that question with this because throughout history books have been banned <laughs> like oh, yeah. th- that has happened book burning is a big thing yeah, like, yeah. It's, uh... like the the even actually we were talking about the idea of just not wanting people's words and thoughts to be spread like we were talking in the purge about how the spartans were banned from writing oh you yeah. know you, you go back you know you don't you, you can go back to any sort of period and it's gone on the bible is an example when you look at how many books were banned from that because of what they could yeah what they represented you know counter to yeah, what the, people the, wanted the, you to believe yeah not to offend anyone who's I suppose not an avid lover. Yeah, not to offend anyone, avid lover of the Bible, but the current Bible is, is the King James Bible. Is that what it is? Yeah, is like a tiny percentage of what the Bible oh, actually there's, is. Yeah, there's it's more. Just, it's so picked and choosed of what detail, what it wants to tell. Like, yeah, there's and some. That's what it's all about. And I guess they're not technically banned because they. But there's a word for it. Just uh, excluded. Apocryphied or something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure what the word is, but yeah, I mean, they're... They're, they're not believed to be the true yes, word of the Lord. Classic, which is banned. They're banned from being canon, like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the stuff that, like, wasn't allowed in the Bible, which I guess that is relevant to this, because it's all the stuff that actually do make you think all the stuff that's taken. Like, there's one, like, the... Uh, the Thomas? Because I, I don't know if that was an apostle. I don't... I'm not... I'm an atheist. I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, t- I don't know if Thomas was an apostle or not, but um, there's a gospel according to Thomas, and he kind of fills in a lot of the gaps in Jesus' childhood. Oh, and yeah. one of the reasons that was banned from the Bible was because in that, Jesus pushes a kid out a window and kills him. <laughs> but then he brings him back to life. All right. <laughs> but he pushed him out. If I was Jesus, I would do that shit all the time, man. But I think it was the... Like, taught you a lesson, and they're just like, I'm so cold. But I think that's it. He pushed him out in anger. Yeah. And then saw the dead body and that was the first person he brought back he saw because he's regretted so much what he'd done that he it's kind of like he learned right and wrong as yeah, a result of it. Like, oh, yeah but they did they want jesus to have all like you always know they thought oh well if jesus had to learn that lesson he's yeah. you know well, he's the messiah yeah well it's like the classic one of mary is a virgin and it's this pure being and all that kind of stuff but they completely kind of like of course her and joseph had so many other children and there's all these theories yeah. that most of the apostles are actually jesus brothers yeah, wasn't the youngest, is it, John, that's... Like, I think there is even evidence that he he at least is. Yeah. Maybe it's not John, I could have the name, whoever the youngest was. Yeah. Um, and there's even stuff in the Bible where... Is it the, whichever the, the one that Jesus... He refers to himself as the one Jesus loved most or something. It's very cocky, arrogant yeah, yeah. thing to say. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's his brother. And yeah, the, and yeah, like, yeah, I've heard that, that they're all meant to be, but he won... That's the one where... Yeah, and originally Mary Magdalene was his wife. Yeah, and of course, because you 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 think about it, right? Well, he, she was meant to be his like right hand man, as right hand woman as well, like not just yeah, one, yeah. but like that she was an apostle as well. Yeah, yeah. And like when you think about that, we've lost like fifty percent of our audience doing this. But anyway, um, but we're like, talking about one of the most know, like yeah. controversial books ever written. <laughs> they say roughly Jesus was about thirty three, thirty four when he was do- when he was killed, right? You got to think this is in a time when most men were married when they Actually, were probably about yeah, 16, 17. Why is he when he died? They always say about thirty three, which is the okay. age of Batman. Is the that's yeah, yeah. I knew that's where you were going. And so did you know that if if Batman was around that age and he's alive now, that means that Antonio Banderas version of Zorro 
would have been the version of Soro he saw when his parents. <laughs> I remember you telling me this before. That's really funny. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> but still, that's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> not the classic one. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, someday you're yeah. going to see that in a Batman movie. <laughs> Eventually, that'll be in the flashback. <laughs> you know, if Kevin Smith ever gets to make a Batman yeah. film. <laughs> um, now, the. What was I saying? Yeah, so think about it. Like, okay, so he was a man who was roughly in his early 30s when he yeah, died yeah. when he was crucified right it would have been so unusual for him to not be married especially like around then when you got to whatever say considered a man which is probably between 16 and 19 not necessarily 18 as it is in our modern yeah, society yeah. you would have been married off yeah, or, or, yeah like that's how it was done whether you wanted to be or not yeah like why wouldn't he be married there's no re- like for him not being married would have been really weird. Yeah, it'd be incredible. <laughs> and everyone would like, be just like, "What's wrong well, with that guy? He doesn't like, have a wife." It'd be like, like a president running without having a first lady. Like yeah, almost, completely. people would be like, "Oh, he's not a family man." Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Like it. How and especially like somebody who's meant to be like so close to God and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, you know and. If you think of it, before that, it was before the invention of priests who aren't married. Yeah, yeah. there was rabbis because he was Jewish. Hmm. So even rabbis were married. So like, like it's not anyway. Uh, well, yeah, but and that's well, that's it's on topic because yeah, yeah and and but the what really happens there, like so Jesus dies and all the other apostles under like and people writing the Bible are like. You know, if we put her in, this like gives a lot of uh, dominion to uh, women. This gives power. To, like, we can't really have our, our patriarchal society if yeah. we can't allow this. I know there's a famous. One. So they just and as well like they they actually did not only do they sort of like wipe her out of the canon. Yeah. Well, they don't wipe her out, but they wipe out what she actually meant to Jesus and make her a prostitute. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. The really good one is, and I know this purely from seeing uh, the film Stigma with Gabriel Byrne, who is a, he's an exorcist priest in it. Mm. And the whole... Wait, what film? Um, I think it's Stigma. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or Stigmata, is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that he's a priest who specializes in exorcism and all this kind of stuff. And the whole story, the whole film is all about how there's this verse from jesus that was left out of the main bible where he basically said my temple my church is god's creation is the world around me yeah but basically like, he didn't want christianity religion. to have a church yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's all about the church and all about creating money and property and all sorts of corrupt nonsense so and then as well you have kind of the same thing in the, the judas uh gospel as well that was stricken yeah. out because that they they need a villain in him oh yeah and his book doesn't really show him to be a villain that he was like ordered to do everything by jesus like that was oh, like, yeah, all yeah. part of the plan yeah and that he was actually closer to jesus than is depicted in the current bible he was leonardo dicaprio and the departed wasn't he? pretty much yeah <laughs> 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 but as well like they're just cooler there's um book of enoch which apparently like is uh, it's a huge book it's probably bigger than the actual bible oh yeah 
and that one just sounds like that's five different books and that one just sounds awesome like apparently like it reads more like a summer blockbuster like <laughs> it's all the cool shit like there's like stone giants and stuff in it wow. and like angels are just referred to as the watchers like it just sounds cool as fuck like. <laughs> and that was completely strange. I'd love to read a comic of that <laughs> because apparently like that was taken out because there was less fantastical was it? well there was less of a good the, the lines were blurred on yeah. good and evil in it like so yeah. that alarm is still going off I know yeah that's crazy I told you it's ridiculous it's so often I just tune it in and out of my head it's ridiculous and I'm not sure how much I'm hearing through the mic and how much I'm just hearing I know oh well we it's, just gotta keep going yeah, sorry, sorry folks really it's annoying a, it's like. beyond our control <laughs> Which is funny because it sounds like an old-timey fire alarm, too. Like, it would be in a firehouse. Oh, yeah, we did it on purpose, though. Yeah. <laughs> if we just... Just kind of all references to it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you have banned books in the... And then, like, you have actual banned books. Yeah. One of them being Fahrenheit 451, which is, like, such a great response. What? Yeah, that was banned in schools. Like <laughs> That's really funny. I didn't know that. Like, what response to a book about... Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same it's like 1984 it's banned oh, like yeah. it's funny actually when you look at like Ireland oh, we're so bad like because there's there's still books banned here like there's, there's you were telling me this one day after we did the last podcast actually you were talking about loads of stuff being banned from Ireland that's still technically banned but it's actually on sale here oh, yeah, in, yeah. In, a, in there's like a written law somewhere saying this is banned yeah you yeah. can still go into a shop and buy it just, I can't even remember talking about that but yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. Um, I think it was um, well, like pornography technically that's, yes, where we that's talking, it was the porn we were talking about yeah, we were, I was waiting for the tram and you were just chatting away and going, oh yeah you were like yeah. Shane I love porn but you know porn <laughs> is banned uh, you know uh, well yeah that's true like porn is actually well, it's, it's the sale of porn porn's not banned but the sale oh, of yeah, porn yeah, yeah. like porn shops technically are illegal in Ireland and can be raided and have been um, and who and it's a, some weird lot of whoever's working oh yeah is the one charged it doesn't like whether they own the bit like they're just employed that bell's just it's so annoying a really good example of uh the sort of power of paranoia i guess is the comic code authority in america in the 50s ah. where essentially you're you're a comic book fan so you I do am, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, there was two attempts to essentially ban comic books in the 50s the first one was a bit more of a serious, not serious, but like it, people whose maybe hearts were in the right place. It was teachers, and oh, yeah. they thought it was dumbing down students. So that's kind of the opposite of oh, Fahrenheit, because okay. yeah, yeah. um, they thought it was just too it was too simple of a literature, and they didn't have success. But then uh, this guy wrote I can't remember his name, but he wrote a book, The Seduction of Innocence or The Innocent, something. Yeah, and that put forth this theory that like all crime in America was caused by comic books essentially that it was like <laughs> it was it Brilliant. was turning everybody gay because Batman and Robin were gay it was him he was the first one to put forth this I'm going to search really his name it's turning everyone gay yeah and just oh, that like God, it was hilarious. I'm not sure how you'd what you'd say exactly but just that I don't know it was having a negative effect on kids yeah, and yeah. leaving to just juvenile delinquency yeah, and they were yeah. the ones turn- they all had short attention span yeah and they were all growing up to be uh, sex addicts and just drug addicts and stuff yeah. like people loved video games especially the uh, well that's 
well yeah i guess that's the modern version of it well anyway yeah uh, and essentially what happened there like there was like this center here and he was mainly targeting the like the more graphic stuff like ec comics like right. the tales from the crypt and stuff and there was a Senna here and over it. And pretty much, it's not really like government censorship because essentially what happened was the comic book publishers themselves knew that they were going to get, that this could be really bad for them. They could actually be outlawed. Yeah. So they decided to get together and form their own censorship board themselves. Oh, okay, yeah. First, yeah. before the government would step in. And then the comic code authority was formed and it was essentially looked after by all these old religious women <laughs> but yeah it was kind of just like what would happen if the government was censoring them because the rules became like you know no no sex no mentions of the undead or werewolves and stuff like that <laughs> okay you yeah. can't no not you can't really refer to the mafia you can't use like crime or horror in the title okay but the big one was you can't have uh, show any negativity towards authority like every politician oh, every yeah. cop they all have to be the good guys they you, you see you can't have corrupt cops or corrupt no not yeah, yeah they no, all have that. to be the yeah. and who that affected that mainly affected the guys ec comics the guys that do tales from the crypt and all that cause yeah, yeah there's actually a theory though and i mean this isn't really our feel this is i don't know if there's any conspiracy guy podcasts <laughs> um, but there is this conspiracy theory that it was actually DC Comics and Marvel that actually organised the entire thing because uh, they weren't making much money yeah. Tales from the Crypt they were the big horror comics were the big thing yeah, yeah. and it was a way to get them okay. out of the picture oh interesting because um, it's what gave rise to the superhero comics because yeah. they were all good guys like you know Captain America can't lead you down a, a, a bad road no and he works for the government as well he's a he's a yeah. true american of yeah righteousness and no free <laughs> it also ended up why batman became like the campy you know it ended up why batman became what it did for the 60s like. yeah. <laughs> but i'd say there's a lot of truth to that being yeah them being involved especially stan lee like all lovable stan lee wasn't the nicest guy back then like, <laughs> when you hear about this he, shit was, a, he was a businessman and yeah he was awful like he's so so immoral as well like. yeah but, uh, but uh I, like I, i've read some of the i'm a big green arrow fan and i've bought the you know the showcase books of all like the very first series of uh, yeah, green arrow yeah. which are like the 40s 50s and they're just so like oh, they're so hard to read because it's just real like most of the dialogue is them describing what you can see they're doing. <laughs> you know, like, it, yeah. it's just... Which is, it's stuff like that where I think, like, the teachers originally probably had a point. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it's uh, quite different in comics now, like... Yeah, well, yeah. comics back then, probably, like... Yeah. Now, there are some really terribly written mainstream comics, but most of them are really yeah. high caliber of, I suppose, of art and industry and stuff there's some amazing stuff out there now which is yeah, far beyond anything going, yeah you just weren't going to get that back then yeah the guy from ec comics first of all he refused to join the comic code authority but no shops would uh, okay uh accept him so eventually he just had to cave in and by then the damage was done so they went out of business but he ended up going on and publishing mad magazine so when the comic book crash in the 90s happened it was when <laughs> mad actually like he watched the sim like every simpsons episodes from the 90s has a reference to mad magazine yeah yeah they're crazy up, about like, it yeah, yeah. um so he at least worked out all right for him but again like not quite fahrenheit but that was a really that's a really bad case of censorship 
Yeah. Jesus. And like even even today when you look at um like even like how films are censored. Yeah. Like especially I'm I think oh, this is the craziest thing. Here censorship makes a little bit more sense the way we do it. In in the States the big no no's are sex and cursing. I, I disagree with well not on cursing in America. Yeah, yeah. For censorship for films Cens- oh big time no 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 but it's for rate they just want for everything ratings, to be like, but that's not a set that's a rating system know, that's, we so have that here too no, right? that's the exact same in every country no no but it'd be the way they do rate like they they don't have a huge censorship on violence but it's all more about sexual content and cursing and stuff like that yeah where we might cut down some violence and things for ratings and stuff like that um, and but we, like we have the watershed guaranteed to get you an 18 cert yeah yeah we, here we which have, is the exact same in America no we, we have the watershed yeah uh, after 9 o'clock thing which what they do they don't have that in the states or um, or they used to when I was there but well, and, they do. And, and what you did is you used to get recuts of stuff was shown during the day <laughs> yeah, yeah and it used to be really bizarre I remember watching one of the alien films at like 10 o'clock in the morning like um, and they just cut out all the curse words and it was just and it almost seemed more violent because of the way it was chopped together and stuff. you get but like I completely disagree with you because like people get fined for cursing on the TV here if it's oh, yeah, yeah. like so it's the exact same and we get eight like like sex scenes like any strong nudity is guaranteed yeah. to get you an 18 insert here stuff like Scream was a PG-13 film in America it was 18s here like oh really <laughs> we definitely have just yeah, as yeah. bad We and first of all we were one of the only countries to have re-banned films like fucking I Spit in Your Grave it was banned originally it was re-banned into, when it was re-released on DVD it was re-banned in Ireland like because really? of it's sexual it's graphic sexual content like we're terrible for that oh, no, that's lists what we, yeah, of we but you're just just the point like and I'm not saying America's good for it it's like there's no, we, we don't we are in no way better than that. No, no, like, no, we, I wasn't saying we were better. I was just saying I, I found the whole weird, like that they'll show something really violent in the middle of the day is kind of a really weird way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, well, viol- yeah, they're not too worried about violence. Uh, they kind of can't be when everybody's allowed to have a gun. <laughs> uh, it's just the, the, but I think the sexual content is yeah, everybody's problem. Australia is a weird one where like, the amount of shit they ban, like anything, like dr- stuff with heavy drug content, like the oh really, yeah, even like the Fallout games, like they had to take out the drug use. Like there's drugs you can get in the game that make you stronger and stuff, and they had to oh, change okay. that pretty much the entire video game. Like they had to change the code. I don't know if it was just naming them something else or making it that a different object, but they had to change that. Um, I, re- I there's something I came across recently that was still banned. Australia has really mad rules though. Yeah, I think it's even like American Psycho. You yeah. can't... It's paper-wrapped in bookshops there, so you can't read it unless you buy it, and you have to be over 18. <laughs> to buy like, the book. Yeah, like mad shit like that. Wow. <laughs> oh, Ireland has some funny ones, too. Like. Yeah, I always remember the big what? one is we, we banned... Uh, it was The Life of Brian. Yeah. The yeah. Monty Python film. Because they decided it was... Uh, uh, was it, uh, it was blasphemy. Yeah. For the church. Which is really funny, because... The whole the point of the whole film is that he isn't Jesus. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> let's just say the thing with America too, though, like they've got a censorship board, but most of their 
graphic content like sex and all that it's not it, when you don't see that on tv it's not got to do with censorship oh right okay it's advertising like they don't yeah, yeah. It, advertisers will pull out if they're because censorship the same rule would apply for anyone it wouldn't if they had the watershed yeah. that'd mean hbo cut an air game of thrones at any time it wanted to oh, but they can there's yeah, yeah. no sen- there's no censorship stopping american networks from having the most graphic sex scenes <laughs> And oh, yeah. filled with swear language, just no advertiser is going to oh, be no, a part yeah, of it. Like. Don't back them up. So it's not really it's they're fill it's the MP for for motion picture like there's heavy censorship. Yeah, yeah. But is it really censored? It's censored as in they get a cert. Yeah, well, the you cert can still it's, but it's you, a recommended viewing. But you can still get an cert. Like you can have really, really like porn levels of graphic violence in a normal movie, and they're not going to ban it. They're going to give it an X rating. Yeah, yeah. But in Ireland, we'll they're going to ban it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> it was all the really funny stuff when Deadpool came out. Of, there were so many things of parents bringing their kids to Deadpool, and they're like, yeah. if only there was some way of knowing. <laughs> this is something like, it's R-rated. That was your way of knowing. But I'm saying this, did you, like, when you were a kid, and you go to the cinema, yeah. did you ever not let, get into a film because you weren't old enough? It happened to me so many times when I was a kid. I can't really remember... Yeah, actually, yeah. I think even funny. I think Scream. Yeah, I remember trying to oh, really? get into see Scream when I, and I was probably like fifteen. Like I was probably like pretty old. Yeah, or Scream Two on it. Yeah, day. I remember being about ten or eleven and going on a friend's birthday party <laughs> to see some film, and I can't remember what it was. Well, I was telling you this story. No, no, I just oh. thought of something. Like just because yeah. I got ID'd for oh, what's that Tim Burton film? Sweeney Todd. I got ID'd for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not let you in then? I had my ideas. I'm sure I was like 21. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> it was 15. So was <laughs> uh, you're only a young one. Um, but anyway, sorry you were saying. Uh, no, I remember being made 10 or 11 and uh, at a friend's birthday party. It was the funniest thing ever. It was like, it must have been his, must have been his 13th birthday party because one of the guys who is getting married this weekend actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You were on a stag. We were talking about this. I think it's the third mention of Darren. I know, yeah. We'd like to mention him. We'll get him on as a guest. He'll he'll happily talk to us about something. Uh, He's a big Jurassic Park fan. If we ever do Jurassic Park episode, bring him in. I'd like to leave him out of that one. Specifically. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... But I was... Bring on on somebody else that Darren knows instead. Somebody that's not that into it. Like, bring on... (laughs) Bring on Stephen. That'd be really funny. Anyway, so yeah, we were in the cinema, and yeah, it was one of the guys, he was he was 15, he was 13, and he had a really early birthday in the year, like April or May or something, and then I wouldn't have been 13 till later in the year, and Darren wasn't 12 till that summer, he was a year younger than us, but he was all in our year in school, Yeah, he started school early, and I remember the guy's mum, whatever the movie was, I can't remember what the movie was, but we ended up going to see, instead, we ended up going to see Star Kid. This like terrible remember, PG yeah. film because when they go to the top, your man just goes, and there's a group of like five of us, you know, and your man just goes, oh, are they all over twelve? And she just goes, oh, he isn't. <laughs> and then your man is like, oh, I can't let him in then. And she's like, oh. And then took us aside. She's like, guys, we can't go to that movie because Darren's not twelve. And then we were like, why didn't you just lie to him? Yeah. And she was just like oh, I couldn't do that. And then we ended up seeing Starkins and we all sat through the movie like with our arms crossed just going, why are we at this fucking movie? And it was so annoying. And I always remember that. But then I remember going to see, it was a Congo with my brother probably about a year before that. And 
we were worried they wouldn't let me because I was a really small 12 year old so my brother just bought the tickets while mm. I like waited in the yeah, car or something yeah. and then we just walked through and it was fine and they never took notice and it was fine then but like it seems like people in the cinema now don't do that anymore from what I hear because I, I know loads of people who brought like kids to Deadpool so when, yeah. I, when I went to see Deadpool well the ratings have changed now as well that they yeah. are Deadpool like, is 16s here nowhere it was or which is 18s isn't it yeah no or I think is 15s it, like what we would consider 15s oh it's now 16s and they change it or something a couple of years ago well, or are you talking about America having an R rated or so yeah Deadpool was R rated in America yeah which would be 15s here oh is it okay yeah yeah well they've got NC17 would be what's ah sorry yeah, yeah. Um, and then X rated is the one up okay I thought R was higher sorry but no anyway. you, like NC17 would be stuff more like with sex like like Game of Thrones movie yeah, would yeah. probably although that probably wouldn't even be yeah. NC-17 m- most films don't really get NC-17 yeah and the but no yeah I always remember where well, sorry what I was stupid thing when I was at Deadpool there was a group of teenagers came in they were probably about 15 but one of them had like their like 10 year old brother with them and it was at 9 o'clock at night or something I was just like who've let this kid into this film when it's rated that high you know yeah especially because there's loads of people on YouTube or on Facebook and social media kind of going I brought my kid Deadpool and I had to leave after five minutes because blah 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 blah. And you're like, yeah, it was overrated, dude. You're an idiot. Here's you a qu- just a quick. Uh, these are just the first f- films in the A category of NC-17 films. Give you an idea: Clockwork Orange, American Pie, American Psycho, an Army of Darkness. I thought Army of Darkness was overrated, but yeah, but yeah, so not too much of a difference. But there, what would be 18s here? Yeah, yeah, and R would be what would be 15s here. I would have thought and Deadpool would be 18s then that's why i thought it i'd say it would be no well i it would be 18s here because we have a stronger rating system i think but i mean the equivalent should what it should yeah, be yeah like, yeah um pg-13 normally pg-13 horror movies normally end up being 15s here oh, okay like yeah, the ring yeah. and stuff would be pg-13 there yeah, but they'd yeah. be 15s here really but their own p that translates to what should be 12s here yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i don't you mean um, but anyway, sorry, the whole point is I'm getting such a long tangent to explain my point, which is there's certain types of censorship that are necessary because you're, say, you're protecting children, yeah, that kind of stuff. But this, you know, the whole point in uh, Fahrenheit 451 is that it's stopping people from thinking independently, it's controlling society which I think any kind of especially when we're talking about the comic book stuff like I think yeah. that kind of because that's it's fear mongering as well it's yeah, yeah well it's just control any form of control also I just want to point out because I forgot to mention it when I talked about your man setting up Mad Magazine the reason he could oh, yeah. do that was because it was considered it was a magazine not a comic so he could oh, do what so he it was wanted. outside yeah because yeah. it was in magazine format yeah, yeah. but um, but that is a way like and the comics weren't kind of the same then, but I would still consider that stuff, you know, that's a way to stop people thinking differently. And I mean, actually, go back to, like, Tales from the Crypt, one of the examples they use, and I can't remember this verbatim, but there's a, it might not be Tales from the Crypt, but it's one of those anthology yeah. stories, and it's a sci-fi one. It's set in the, like, deep, deep future, like, in a galactic, you know this one. Uh, yeah, yeah, keep going, though. Yeah, and it's this, um, it's like a, a race, an alien race who are visited by uh, an astronaut. Yeah. And he wants them to join their sort of galactic empire. Yeah, he basically wants them to join the Federation. Yeah, and, Star Trek and they're kind of showing thing. him around their planet. 
and what is it they've got different different species they're like different kinds of aliens work different geo- like yeah something like there's that? something um i don't think it's quite as but it doesn't matter for yeah they've they've like aliens with three horns and aliens with two horns or something yeah. like this yeah. there's they've got them surrogated anyway and so he decides oh they're not advanced enough to join so he leaves and then when he gets on the rocket and he takes off his mask you see that he's black and he's yeah. from her and for some reason that was considered offensive un- unruly yeah like that might stir that might stir something amongst yeah. young readers that could only be a good uh, a good feeling that would stir would it not yeah yeah I remember that uh, I remember reading about that actually yeah there's, and there's little like in the Tales from I really like the Tales from the Crypt stuff like they're very silly like everybody just <laughs> every plot is kind of like I don't know somebody steals somebody signed photo of Pierce Brosnan and all of a sudden, there there's an elaborate trap set out for payback <laughs> involving a va- of acid. Like you know, they're all really silly stuff. But then a, a lot of them did get like sci-fi writers in and stuff, and they would write something like meaningful like that. Yeah, with social commentary put into yeah. it and meaning. Um, so I don't which know. is always the best sci-fi, of course. So yeah, I don't. I think there is a little bit of like not wanting kids to maybe think outside. A lot of the, and a lot of the tales from crypt stuff really questioned authority. So I think a lot yeah. of it came down to that. Did you Did you watch that video I sent you during the week? No, I don't. Oh, you didn't watch that. It's, no, I don't um, even recall you. Oh, okay. Did you text me by any chance? I probably sent it to you. So yeah, when my phone was down, like yeah. so, I might have only got you. Um, I. I should ask that before we started this because this is a real thing. Mm. World, this is a real. Well, tell thing. me, and I might know. Yeah, this is a anyway. real thing. I can't remember what it's called, but it's this game system they're bringing in in China through social media. Yeah, and it's you basically you get brownie points for being a good citizen. I have heard about this. Yes, right. So how it works is social you, credit, isn't it? Social credit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you get social credits for, say, not posting stuff about a riot that happened last week. And because you put up a thing talking about how great the government is or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, you you know, you put up stuff going, look, they built new roads and this school, isn't that amazing? God, I love my government. You'll get loads of points for that. And if you, it, 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 it affects everything. So where you shop online. So if you shop from local Chinese businesses, you don't buy something from America. Or something like that. So, for example, say you like Marvel comics, and the, you you import them. You get deliveries made from, say, somewhere in New York every week or every month. You will lose social points for that. Yeah, yeah. because you're outside the norm. You're not being a good citizen. Yeah, yeah. And this is so you will lose points for that. And then, if I'm someone who is very patriotic and has really high points. And you're this outsider. And your biggest offense is that you buy American comics. Yeah, yeah. I lose points for being associated with you. Sure. So then I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's all this thing of like controlling good citizens through... They're putting the pressure on themselves. And the thing is, like, China has a very big thing with keeping faces a big deal. Yes, it's... All right. And there's also already loads of censorship with social media and stuff like that as well yeah. oh they have like their own internet essentially it, yeah that it's it's coming in it came in in late 2015 and it's mandatory by 2020 
that everyone has to have this installed. Oh. And here's the crazy thing about it is they have so far said there's no negative effects towards having low points. But the brownie points, for having the social credit, you will basically you're more likely to be given a loan or to yeah. be, like, it'll affect things course, like that. Yeah. It'll affect, um, you know, I'm trying to think of something, a good example. It'll affect, uh, like, your bank credits and stuff like that. It'll affect, you start affecting employment and all this kind of stuff. It's crazy. So it's all about, like, you have to be a good citizen and a loyal citizen and a conformist. And if you're not, you'll be an outcast. Absolutely and it's crazy. it's hap- this is happening in the world yeah. right now. It's not science fiction at all. Yeah, it's crazy. It is happening in a controlled uh, communist country, at least. Yeah, yeah. not. <laughs> but yeah, I can't see it ever happening in Europe. Some other countries possibly. It's just, but it's just one of those things where people do. People always think, like when you talk about stuff like like Fahrenheit and like, but it did happen once, and people are always like, yeah, but it would never happen now at all. <laughs> what what we know now and the way the world is now, is like <laughs> China are an advanced like country, yeah, you yeah. know, they're not. It's and it's quite different than like that happening in North Korea, you know. Even though it's a it's, yeah, you know, it's yeah. a communist state, but one of them is like a huge exporter of goods and like a world power exactly it completely it's a different animal yeah like most of the country is is a first world country like yeah the parts of the country that aren't are actually kind of out of the government's choices that they're not yeah for those reasons like they're the type of places that uh the person who has low social credit will end up living like the parts of the country that aren't yeah. exporters of goods and stuff. No, that's it. Like you just, it's crazy. Like um, it'll affect so many things. Like whether you'll be accepted into a certain college or you know, it's just going to keep going. And the thing is, because like say everybody's great, and like, every, if, everybody's score is public as well. Yeah, that's the thing. But say every, so, I can look at your profile and see Johnny has a score of five five fifty. I have a score of you know. 2000 uh, I don't want to be friends with him you know. I like say everybody for some reason everyone all the billion people that live there are all really good and are all like score hundreds and hundreds of points yeah all that means is that you know if, if the highest is like a thousand and the lowest is only like 800 points that just means 800 now becomes the standard of what's low yeah exactly. and so, so like it doesn't like it's such a futile like yeah it's, it's terrible it's, yeah where the real outcasts are people who are, say, under 400. But they, it'll be, it'll keep going up and up. Yeah, yeah. Everybody will want to have well, it cre- the it, it just creates a ridiculous standard then anyway, because even the yeah. thousand then doesn't seem all that special. So somebody has to, like... Yeah. It's... And you see, it's all social pressure. So it, the whole point of it is the government don't have to enforce it. Well, that, the people will. Yeah. Well, that is... Uh, pretty much the idea when you speak in 1984 like where it's yeah. like the public like it's almost to get to the point where they don't even need to communicate with each other and it's them yeah. that are doing it like yeah and in um i was thinking about this i was like if they brought something like that in in ireland can you imagine just the hilarious attitudes it would create here it would be so funny because i i was thinking i was talking about this with uh steven actually uh the other day and he was, he was, I was just kind of saying how, you know, the real Irish attitude is we would all adopt this thing of, oh yeah, when you're online, you behave. 
for the rest of the time, like, fuck it. <laughs> and you'd all be in the pub going, oh, well, I hate this guy, and that fellow's yeah. a corrupt politician, blah, blah, blah. and then you're online, you'd be like, well, isn't this all lovely and pleasant? And I think what would happen is, especially in a lot of places, people of a certain generation, definitely our generation, not younger, who were completely engrossed in social media a lot more, we would just not use it anymore. But anyway, so that's one mad type of uh, censorship that exists. Very similar to this kind of idea of yeah. uh, 451 in, and it's real right now in China. Uh, it's crazy. And that's, we, we touched on it earlier, like, so yeah, a lot of people talk about, especially like your your English teacher will tell you Fahrenheit 451 is just about banning books. But like you were saying earlier, it's not really about that. It's about minor, like technology moving along so fast that everybody's so connected there's no real minority groups anymore yeah. and everybody was offended by everything and yeah. essentially called for too much censorship and that's kind of going on now with the internet oh my god so like much. we've gotten to the point where everybody's so connected that like there's so many issues like you can't you can't go online now without hearing social justice warriors <laughs> complaining about something and wanting somebody fired from their job, wanting something cancelled, wanting something... To, it's the exact... Oh, like, the it's, book... It's, yeah. It is Fahrenheit 451. People are all about this, like... On... People get behind, very quickly behind this thing of, like, it's... I'm entitled to... Or this whole, um... Yeah. Justice for this. And then they don't even know the full story. No. Or... So I've experienced examples of it. I don't. I won't go into details on this. Um, Are you talking about in real life or just? Yeah, yeah. Where um, I'll, I'll give you an example. There's a, there's a site I I write for, and there was prizes given away, and somebody missed a claim their prize, and the immediate reaction on social media was justice for this person. Give them their prize. Blah 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 blah. Right. And it was just kind of a. It was just this ridiculous kind of response. Now it was it was the fault of a number of people. But yeah, it was still. Yeah. Oh, it's really hard to do when I go into specifics. Um, but it was just, it was just a really funny reaction. I thought that so many people went nuts over this idea of you know justice for this person because they missed their opportunity. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, but you missed your opportunity. Uh, but now, to the fault of the website, they should have given that person more of an opportunity to claim their prize. They gave them a very limited time period to do it. And then they made it up to them and bought them a prize in the end and all that kind of stuff. But still, it was just... It was such a stupid reaction yeah, but, from the public. But I, then I, you I, have, like, the, the examples of, like... Like, you have that... can't really say the joke. Like, the, I remember a woman there a while back, maybe last year, she made a tweet about travelling to Africa. Do yeah. you, can you remember this one? <laughs> Obviously, she's making fun of, ra- like I said, she's probably she's been a bit racist, but it's also kind of a joke on racism. It's ra- it's um, it's kind of satirical. Yeah, of, of racist. She's doing no. It's no different than what Matt Stone and Trey Parker would be doing. Yeah, no. Do you know that's exactly it? It's it's that kind of South Park humor of but her next tweet was that she was because t- like it's what a fifteen hour flight or something. Yeah. So she had to turn her phone off. Twitter went crazy because they knew if they all like went on this witch hunt, they could get her fired before she woke up. 
because she wow. said something about going to sleep for a flight. Yeah. And it became this. Everybody, everybody's energy was to take her down. She had like 100 followers beforehand. And now like she had thousands of retreats. There was petitions to get her fired. She ended up being fired before the plane even landed on the ground and all this. And it just became this mad hunt. Yeah. And it was just because, like, they didn't know her. They don't, like, they don't know what's behind that joke. They know nothing about this person, but they just... The, the internet likes just jumping on things now. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a bad example, because, like, I, I would even, like, that's a pretty awful thing to say. But there's this world where that's... People love taking people down for those things now. Uh, that woman, Anita Sarkeesian, that does the feminist frequency, have you ever seen those videos? I've seen some of them, yeah, yeah. They're just about uh, all video games are sexist. Oh, yeah. They're essentially like what the comic book code <laughs> yeah, yeah. was saying. Like, that it's turning video games, turn men into sexist pigs, and they're going to attack women and all this. Like, yeah, yeah. And there's even a recording of her, or not recording, like just a video where she's like, it's some like, not like a UN meeting, I don't think it's she's gone that far but some or she's given some, some talk form, yeah, yeah. and she literally says the word everything's offensive everything's sexist and you should call everybody out on it that's what she said she's just like making the blanket statement that everything's offensive it's complete nonsense yeah but that's what people are like now like everything yeah. like we're probably going to get <laughs> yeah like, we're probably going to get like bad comments just for even suggesting that on this podcast which I kind of hope we do because it'll prove our point I'm somebody who's not easily offended and I know I'm unique in that way yeah like if you if you were just like Shane you're a f- yeah I'd be like fair enough man and there's a little bit of a again I think that's a little bit of Irish culture as well we're a bit we grow up a little yeah. bit more thick skinned in some ways and stuff like yeah, that yeah definitely and um, <laughs> like, and it's it's just the way it is and there seems to be this whole thing of that offends me and yeah. it's just I f- you're entitled to be offended but it doesn't mean it's a problem but that, for everyone else that's the other thing like what does that even mean you're offended so like what does that actually mean anyway like so yeah. what like it i understand actually like being offended if um somebody actually it's one thing if somebody says something directly to you but if you're watching something if you're watching a piece of fiction and something happens in it i don't understand how that can offend you if something's not if you're not the target yes how how is it offensive to you i understand yeah. if your 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 race is the actual target maybe and there's actual slurs but even so i don't understand how watching a film a lot of it is just terms like how one character might speak to another character in a film and that's offensive how i don't understand how it's offensive but no it's it could be controversial yeah yeah but it's not necessarily offensive because that's that character talking that character they're not talking to yeah, a big one is Game of Thrones. Like a lot of like, there's so many complaints about that being sexist. Yeah, and particularly like just how one female character has been treated. That's first of all set in a fantasy world, but it's a fantasy world that's meant to mimic yeah. the 15th century kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, now it's actually technically that's wrong because women probably weren't actually didn't no, have the it, role that we think they had back then yeah but it's a word in that world of the fictional universe of it's Game of the, Thrones women are generally looked down upon and are not nec- are the ones in power they're the ones behind the powerful men yeah yeah well, now the, the, the one I'm thinking of in particular was when Jamie 
Uh, but that's it. So they're very short-sighted, and they're the worst part about all that is that I've noticed we're getting to a point now where people are just kind of giving up and they're being like, yeah, okay, I'll just cut that out, which we're probably going to cut out a huge part of the conversation we just had because yeah. I'm going to be like, ah, I don't really want to hear those comments. Yeah, it could be ours hearing the backlash from that. Yeah. Even though we tried our best to make our point and not be offensive in any way. It's difficult. Yeah. And it's just, we've just made it, di- even talking about it, we've made it difficult because... <laughs> so much <laughs> but it's so like do you think we're getting to a point with that where people are want to censor everything it's said on that's said online are we getting to the fahrenheit 451 point where it's just a, different... a lot of ways where rather than going around burning books it'll be just censored software on but, so many things but it's, and but not banned even, websites and but it's like stuff. but no it's it's not burned books but it's deleted youtube accounts yeah it's like any anybody who quest who posts a video questioning something they get loads of complaints by a particular group of social justice warriors and then their account gets deleted yeah it's kind of this not even that's that's the that's the same thing even, even as you're saying there right i have so many specific opinions on this subject that i know are controversial because i probably won't explain them very well I sense a holocaust denial coming. (laughs) So I'm not going to go into any of it because I know it'll just people just hate us and it'll just be people just take the wrong end of the stick. Yeah. yeah. And but again, it's back to this whole thing of. um, Well, it's like that thing that you um, one of the things you see thrown around a lot on Twitter and Tumblr and stuff is like the wage gap for female to male yeah, workers yeah, time, yeah. and all the wage gap is is a statistic it's an average earnings it doesn't count for job type yeah you never hear the same you know that there's also a statistic that uh, you know you're 90 percent more likely to die on a job if you're a man all right because men keep the, men tend to work more that you know they are the guys climbing up telephone poles and yeah, yeah. <laughs> cleaning sewers like yeah because it's just an average based on their job it doesn't yeah. actually mean that if you put a man and a woman working in the same job, the man's more likely to die. Just like if you put the man and the woman in the same job, the man's going to earn more money. It's yeah, not, it's, it's more men are in higher paying yeah, jobs. It's not, That's all it is. It doesn't yeah, count but for... But it's sold as if you take a managing director of a company and there's two managing directors of the same company. They've both worked there for 20 years. One's a man, one's a woman, and the man earns more. That'd be, yeah. That's not the case. It's yeah, yeah. But it's just, but you can't, you can't get away from hearing that because the internet allows it and everything's offensive and everything's yeah. sexist and everybody should be told like that woman said. Yeah. Which is my like, point was... See, Shane, you need to you need to check your privilege. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, something that's going around too. Have you have you heard that? No, that like, oh, uh, that's I've heard people say it, but not. Oh not yeah, no, much. I've never heard it to me. <laughs> but, 
Well, I think you should treat some people differently in that I think if somebody comes from a really shitty background and got the raw end of the stick, it's like they should pr- give maybe them a chance. Get an extra grant and stuff like that. Of course, yeah, like, yeah. especially like immigrants who have just come over here, like yeah. they're starting like their their beginnings are far harder than what like but no despite like no matter what race or gender you are yeah. you're far more privileged than them and they should exactly. be given yeah, yeah. A, of course a, a leg up like yeah, but yeah. It, to be but, equal yes yeah exactly because there are they people should be given, that, they should be given an opportunity to be equal the That's... people that aren't equal deserve to be the people who but most of the shouting online is armchair social justice warriors who have all the rights of everybody else, but just like f- complaining. <laughs> they're not like. First of all, they're not like they. They say they're they're looking for whether it's just the rights, whatever gender, whatever group they're from. They're they're looking for this group's rights, equal rights for this group. And usually, it's not got to do with rights because, like, a film saying something offensive, you don't have a. Even if that is true, even if the film did offend you. You actually don't have the right not to be offended. There's no law in place to say yeah, you, yeah. you shouldn't be offended by this. So you're not looking for rights, first of all. Rights are if you actually, if the law stops you from doing yeah. something that another group is allowed to do. Yeah. That's a right. You have a right to be offended, but you don't have a right to attack others. It's, it's, it's you have a right to be offended. I have just as much right not to give a if you are. Like, exactly that's a, that's really clean simple like, way I, it, yeah, and yeah. that's it like and more usually i just i don't I, and i don't say like i don't really say offensive stuff yeah. but when people are offended and i'm in the room and they complain about it i'm usually like don't care <laughs> like you shouldn't I, be you we're getting close to i know you had a you had a theory the other day you were talking to me or well it's a while ago you were talking about this with um talking about how trump just, yeah there's this whole there's, so there's this that's whole not, just to cl- like that's not just my own like that's no no kind of it's in, the, out there in the ether yeah I, so there's this we're living in this society where a lot of people are getting very sensitive and there's a lot of censorship you know people are very against things that are taboo and all like yeah. people are getting very easily offended people who aren't offended are getting offended for people they think might be offended yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's getting out of hand. That's basically. the worst. Offended on other people's behalf, without is. knowing if they're offended. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> stupidest thing ever. So, what was what is the Trump uh, Trump theory? Just the like he, he the the sort of positive reaction he's getting by a lot of Americans is as a response to the sort of PC culture that's yeah. sprang up in the last ten years that. They're kind of like so un PC. Yeah, the fact that they're like, this guy's come and saying whatever the he wants. That they're kind of like, well, if we elect him, we can get back to that (laughs) kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is terrible too. I don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. um, I don't want people just electing a president because they think they can say whatever they want about Mexicans. (laughs) But, (laughs) but I think that is why because he's like he's also having like there's a lot of people who he's got that sort of rabble rabble sort of people behind them which yeah. a lot of very forward, like smart people behind them too like I've heard I don't want to say names like I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and there's people who aren't even like won't be Republicans they'd be Democrats and haven't said they're pro-Trump yeah. but when they're talking about the elections like you can just hear it in their voice that they're like it might not be the worst thing in the world oh yeah yeah because <laughs> they are like they, they all because they all like Joe Rogan is one of them now he's 
terrified of him becoming president. But yeah. any time they talk about him, he does point out, though, but you've got to give him credit. He's the only person out there who's not lying. Yeah, he's saying yeah, yeah. exactly what he's <laughs> going... And, which is kind of true. Trump... In some ways. Well, in his political... Like, he, he's, he's probably lying about the fact that he, he believes in God and stuff like that. <laughs> he's probably lying about all the typical stuff um, presidents lie about. But he's out there, like, out in politicians for... Well, because he can, because he's he doesn't need people to donate to his campaign. Yeah, he's that's it. A billionaire. He's, he's not answering to anyone, yeah, so but that's more whatever he wants. Actually, yeah. that's more it. Not that he's not lying, but he's not answering to anyone else. Yeah. Because he, his agenda is his own. Yeah. As insane as it is. And, well, and, and <laughs> yeah. people know about that, where... I mean, people have no idea what Hillary Clinton... Agenda is like when you have somebody that's getting like yeah, because a hundred grand to make speeches at, for all these like bankers. It's like, is that just legal bribery? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you don't know who's who's. You don't necessarily know the opinions of people who are bankrolling her campaign. Yeah, you so can't. It's hard like, to... Hillary Clinton seems like one of the most untrusted people in the world. Like, yeah. Well, that, that, that's one of the sad things, isn't it? Looking like she's going to be indicted as well. Like. I don't know. I haven't paid that much. There's attention. that whole email thing. I don't know enough about it to talk. Oh, even yeah. I saw the really funny thing that she put out going. Was it a? Uh, it was Bernie Sanders when I was trying to bring out a uh, Clinton. Um, was it? She was trying to in the nineties. She was trying to do this whole thing of basically a universal like Obamacare. Yeah, yeah. it was going to be Clinton Care, for example. And she was the big rallier behind it. And she put out this big thing on Twitter going. You know, where is Bernie Sanders when I was doing Clinton care? And then he's replied with a photo of him standing behind you during the speech from the 90s. I was standing right behind you. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. And then he sent a photo or a letter that she wrote him saying, Bernie, thanks for all your help with Clinton care. You, you, I couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And, she, and then he took, took a photo of that letter and put it up as well <laughs> it was just like you even thanked me but yeah the have you have you watched any of the latest season of South Park and the whole PC yeah. thing it's that yeah, yeah and it's they're right on the money with it like and that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is it's all about this Shame. over PC stuff that's a microaggression <laughs> a what a microaggression remember that it's meant that's in that oh. season like my, microaggressions are what like Social justice warriors call it when it's showing it's the, your male, your white male privilege has. I don't even know. I've heard them toxic masculinity. Yeah. They just say words. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to crush pulse, man. <laughs> um, so right, so we've we've settled it. Like we're we're in the sort of prologue to Fahrenheit four five one. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's a world where we're. We now live in a world where everyone is obsessed with technology. A lot of people have short attention spans, and people are easily offended, She's which success. is pretty much the premise what created yeah. the world in which firemen go around burning books in Fahrenheit. Uh, and, you know, and Ray Bradbury, he only died in like 2012, so he'd have lived to see that yeah. taken shape. I'm sure <laughs> it is. Sorry, apparently, I read a thing today where apparently he. Um, if anybody wrote him letters about their opinions, he just told them to fuck off. He just didn't care. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was his... He was That was his whole point. So he, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't believe the belts that we got. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's the... Uh, that's the... Uh, what is it? The, the PC bill. So, back to Fahrenheit. Now we've done the complete opposite. 
<laughs> last week where we have. We stayed so far away. <laughs> so, well, staying with Fahrenheit, we're going back to Fahrenheit. So there's also like a war going on during Fahrenheit. Yes. Um, okay, we'll, I don't want to go. We'll just skip. Uh, so there's this guy, Beatty, that's over the firehouse. He gets yeah, he's suspicious. He gets suspicious of Montag and confronts him about the box. And oh, the books he's hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Montag actually he meets this professor who's used to be an English professor. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's gonna. They're gonna plant. His idea is to plant books in other firemen's house to show the corruption to, in the yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. And then to burn them down. And they get called to go to one, and Montag co- goes ahead with the plan. But then it ends up they go to their. He's brought to his house. He's led into a trap, like, and he's gonna yeah. burn down his own house. This is where one of the reasons the book probably is banned because Guy ends up <laughs> turning the hoses on the other firemen and killing them. So oh he, yeah, he, he kills. Uh, is it Beatty? Yeah, 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 yeah. He turns his hose on. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he burns goes, the motherfucker alive. <laughs> and he goes on the run, and that's where he finds the other the people who've escaped to the city. The, they're pretty much li- living like homeless people in the woods, and they have been memorizing books to yeah. preserve them. And they give him a book that he has to memorize. Well, it? he's already got. He's been memorizing uh, Revelations. Yeah, um, I think it's Revelations. But anyway, sorry. I just want to get through that quick because I wanted to ask you if you had to memorize a book. If we live in that world, ah, and you had that's to a memorize... really good question. Because I was going to ask you what would be the first book you'd burn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good question too I'll think about that while you think about okay yeah I, I um, need to think about that Yeah, book I would burn funny enough the second and then probably as a result the third book from uh, The Hunger Games because I read I read the first book and I liked it I enjoyed it I thought it was really interesting and it had nice comments on society and it was I thought it was a good kind of classic kind of sci-fi. And then it was clearly not written to be a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the first, or the second book, you get about, I don't know, I think it's about the second chapter. And to me, what seemed to be one of the most interesting parts, they skip over in a montage. And then it's like, we're back in the arena again. And I actually was sitting reading it in bed. And I just went, no, and threw the book <laughs> to the end of the bed and turned to my wife. And I was like, I'm not reading that. And she was just like, oh, it's really good. And she was just like, nope. nope. So you wouldn't burn a, a book that even have like any real impact on the world? Because um, I, I came up with one, a good one. I don't know, a famous one that people seem to like or hate for some reason is Catcher in the Rye or something. I know, let's burn that. <laughs> That's just one people, that was one, know, yeah, yeah, one that was burnt by yeah. crazy Christians, I guess. But I came up with a good one to burn that actually would, like I think oh, would, would, yeah, yeah. Would, would, like reduce a lot of troubles in the world uh, but I'm not sure I should say it like my are you thinking the same one I was just thought of possibly we say Cor- together Courtney Love's memoirs <laughs> 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 that is the worst that's a book I finished because I was like I know I was leading to say something else, but, um, I actually fit like I read that cover to cover and I was like what um, it's awful Dirty Blonde it's called uh, It. I think it's my, the only book I have finished it I could definitely burn and think yeah, just do some good uh, and the Bible maybe yeah I was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, exactly. um, 
probably other books though that would be better to burn it. Other certain yeah. other texts. Anything that... written by Dan Brown, uh, or Dar- Darren Brown, is it? Your man? No, Dan Dan Brown's the author. Darren Brown's the mentalist. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> mixing them up. Yeah, Dan Brown. Whereas Darren Brown has really good books that actually the type of ones that would be burnt in a totalitarian state. Yeah, that's exactly it is actually. I would ironically burn the Bible and Dan Brown's books, which are all about the, the Bible being full of lies. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> they're just uh, terribly written books. But so what book would you... Though, like, uh, to, to be fair, like, realistically, the Bible as a, like, the Bible as a piece of history shouldn't be burnt, though. No. It's and just it, a shame people follow it so and it's, closely. Um, like, as much as I have a lot of problems with religion, there are a lot of kind of moral positives taught in religion and if yeah. people could just stick to oh, those yeah, moral yeah. positives that would be amazing I we, think we'd live in a wonderful world yeah. but so just to clarify we, we were joking about the bible part yeah, yeah. also that's funny because one of the reasons Fahrenheit 451 was banned is because the bi- there's a scene where the bible is burnt in it along with everything else yeah. Yeah. but it's so funny because I think originally that happened like some girl got it in school she read it and showed it to her ma like she just came to that bible part and went mom look at this They're and, then, the, yeah, and they, then they kicked up this big so no stuff. context taken no context so they didn't even get to the end where well the main character is memorising the bible because he thinks it should be or memorising a book of the bible this is an important yeah. part of so they don't like yeah. context people context and that's the that's what people are like now like context yeah everything needs context but I really like in that as well like it's not like because obviously memorising the book's ridiculous you could never do it well you could in some regard maybe some people could but like there's mention when he meets the guys at the end there's mention that there's like a little vi- there's like a village in fucking Wisconsin yeah that is the by where it's one book the by that everybody there has a book memorized from it so oh, the entire okay. village is the the actual entire piece of work and stuff oh, it's just a really cool. cool idea um i don't know what I, what would you memorize um it's weird because like if you're actually going for like a book you just memorize it's oh it's a really good book yeah. or do you memorize something that like is beneficial to the world i was thinking uh the art of war because it's not that like you actually could conceivably memorize the art of war yeah and then it's actually like considered an important piece of work and it's also just useful yeah and it's interesting so like i think i'd just go with that just because i think i could yeah um i really don't know just to clarify (laughs) (laughs) i love books i love reading I love writing, but I haven't read that many books because I'm a very, very slow reader and I'm dyslexic. Have you written more books than you've read? No, not anymore. (laughs) There was a long time there where I had, actually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely, there was a time there where I had. That used to be one of our jokes. (laughs) I was going to try and be a writer who'd written more books than he'd read. Um, Well, it was from Gart Morangi. Yeah, it was. But if anybody listened, doesn't. Yeah, watch Gart Morangi. It's amazing. Yeah. no, like I'm dyslexic and I had a lot of tr- struggles growing up at reading and stuff, but I love writing and I love reading, but I find it very hard to read a whole book. So I read a lot of, say, comic books and short stories rather than sitting down and reading a full novel. So I read all the time, but yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, uh, reading a full novel, is, a, is it's, it's hard work for me, where I've now 
read my wife's an avid reader like it's really funny like I w- we would sit in bed reading and I would read probably about five pages and she would read like three chapters of a book in mm. the same time period and that's just the different levels we're at like she yeah. eats, eats books she'd yeah. go through a book a week or two a week and you're the same yeah yeah, uh, Dep- yeah. we're like I, I've been reading the same book now since November <laughs> yeah well sometimes I, I mean so like there's other there's books you move like you just fi- find myself yeah. moving slower at too like that just kind of happens oh, yeah. especially like when you're not actually when it's like it's grand if the book's grand you just, I kind of just yeah, yeah. slug I'm, I'm reading like, a book at the moment that is grand and I'm very sl- struggling to it um, see I think the one, one book I fuck it, the book I actually have to say I enjoyed the most was the alarm stopped oh my god <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, um, so I'm gonna say that's gonna be the book I pick because it's the one book that I, to me, well, which did you say the name? No, all oh, right, you're um, I've it. never, I've never read a book and gone. I'll read that again because it, took, it was like three months of my life, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, I mean like read I a couple of pages every yeah, night, yeah. kind of. And um, but the one book I really thought I would read this again, but not for about ten years. Yeah, yeah. Because when I read something, I have a very good memory of it. Um, same, like I watch a film or something. It's same here. Like I, I've, I haven't read Fahrenheit four five one in, yeah, long, long. I have long a really time. good ability to retain what I read and see, and so what I absolutely loved was uh, Hounds of ba- Hounds of the Baskerville. Okay, <laughs> from a. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, part of the Sherlock Holmes series. Yeah, yeah. What a what a book! So it you, was just beautiful. It's all pure. It's really good. Yeah, beautiful prose yeah. descriptions. Like the actual story could have been told in like three chapters, but it's a whole novel. Yeah, and and I love uh, how it switches. Or like it. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, well, and actually, a lot of their Arthur Conan Doyle stuff. Like, is that so? Is that what uh, you'd memorize? Is it? Um, that or. Actually, this whole section of because that's not actually sorry, that's not even a bad one because it's not like huge either. Like no. it's still ridiculous to memorize a book, but like, I know, yeah, I, could, I don't think but, I could actually. Memorize but, into, it. but a human could probably memorize that. Like, how is that a big book? I, I was in my head. Enough. Okay, I had it in my head. It was in, small. In my head, I'm I sure it's here somewhere. So. <laughs> I, was, I was just looking on your shelf, behind you. See, I see some Arthur Conan Doyle there beside Cormac McCarthy. What's the orange one? Now down. Oh, down. what's that? It is. Is that actually the head? Yeah. Oh, that's actually it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's not. That was a good spot. Yeah, actually, it's bigger, a lot bigger than. Well, it's not like it's not huge. What is it's it? Two fifty pages? I was going to say about one hundred and ninety. I think. Oh, okay. That's still quite a bit. Like that's the same as say. Well, yeah, it's the same as fucking. It's bigger than Catcher in the Rye, like. Yeah, yeah. That just happened to be the book beside it. I didn't just know that. That is already. really funny. Did you plant these? <laughs> Johnny, you're like a magician. Were you reading that Darren that? Brown book? <laughs> this is numbered. Oh, that's weird. Oh, no, it's just the last page. This is where you take out a sealed envelope and ask me what, what was my card, and inside it is the sealed envelope. They're both pretty... Yeah, no, Catch and Rise is a bit bigger. But yeah, so... Yeah, it's quite I'm a like, big but book. Johnny, you never asked me what my card was. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so what, oh, sorry. Yeah, you said or you had another book that it'd be um, the Hound or um, 
No, I'm rethinking. No, I'd be that. Night of the Living Dummy, the Goosebumps book. That might be mine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I loved that oh, book. Yeah, yeah. I tried memorizing um, the Raven. Oh yeah. So like maybe I'm gonna try it for the purpose of the podcast. Ne- next episode is Johnny doing a <laughs> from memory reading of the Raven. It's like a long like that's a good <laughs> that's a good ten minutes. I think I know one poem off by art. I know the Robert Frost poem, uh, the road not taken. Oh yeah, that's like. I mean, you could spew it out in thirty like, seconds. I would be kind of. If I was to memorize a book, I could memorize the story and the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, right, there's this fellow, okay? And he does this. <laughs> but then I guess, like, people did do, because essentially, like, the Odyssey, that's how that was taught. Well, I think that's the first or second ever, like, written text fiction. Yeah. But those, that would have been just told. Like, that would have been passed down. And okay, like, yeah, they weren't memorized verbatim, like what we're talking about uh, with Fahrenheit yeah, yeah. 451. But. It wasn't just like the plot, the, the the sort of the performance of the story. It was all about the performance of the story as well. So they were kind of yeah. memorized in a way. Which is sorry, I, but that's yeah, not no, got to anything. It's just but it's funny, funny because because kind of the whole message in Fahrenheit four five one is it's all about the messages and the meanings of books and how there's like that you could tell someone a story, but how a book is so much more engrossing and yeah, yeah it's its own element yeah and it's a unique thing really obviously okay you have millions of prints of a specific book but it as a, not an object but it as an idea is just this unique document yeah yeah and that's it's just about not losing that because yeah and and, and it is because and there's a reason like and i don't just mean adaptions but like there's a reason like books are just better than films like they do far more like the best films can't achieve what the worst books do <laughs> like no no <laughs> it's yeah because they pull you into it yeah it's completely engrossing and it's all in your head it's all your imagery as well the only thing i think actually comes close to books like i get the same feeling playing fallout as i do reading moby oh, Dick. Really? like and I used those two examples because I was reading Moby Dick while I was playing Fallout 4. Imagine having to memorise Moby Dick. Oh, fuck, yeah. That... Isn't that like a big motherfucking book? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for there's... it now. It's, it, yeah, it's is definitely... It's the massive book. No, no, it's it's not... It, the version I have isn't big. It's a hardback. But the text is really small. There it is, right there. Under oh, yeah, Stephen yeah, King yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But the text is it's, tiny. and It's, it's like... below a Stephen King book and above Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Such a, yeah. Such a ran. I can't believe two of the books I mentioned were beside each other. That's on uh, that is creepy. I man. think it's just because they're kind of in... So, not in... So, I, I don't know. Well, you've author and then do you, are they chronological order no, or alphabetical order? No, not in... in any sort of Stephen King stuff is together like orders are together kind of like there's all the McCarthy oh, yeah. stuff you see I'd like to I'd, I'd like to say I'd memorise a McCarthy book but I probably wouldn't <laughs> me- memorise the road you see I guess like with the way he writes they might be easy like I still stream it yeah I at least yeah. know some of like I, I still ha- know lines from that but I guess it's never really specified how much... Like, they never say in the book that they actually are memorizing it word for word. They just no. could be memorizing, like, almost every... Like, just every They're, single plot beat. Yeah, well, the, the, the examples they use mostly are Bible quotes. Yeah. And... Which is something people do all the time, so I suppose it's relatable. 
yeah, in that yeah. sense. Now they are, uh, I think, uh, kind of is they, they've actually do what am I saying? There is mention of just yeah, preserving the actual language of yeah. books. Um, but yeah, it's nice. It's kind of it's essentially it's a love letter to books. Yeah. That's what's really like because he wrote it in um, Bradbury wrote it in a, like eleven days or something. Oh, really? He rented. There used to be this sort of library place where you could rent time at a typewriter, <laughs> and so he wrote it in eleven days. And because he. He was talking about how he, like, I guess it's the reason they memorize books in it, that he has a terrible memory for, like, prose, for memorizing other people's lines. So it's just, like, the reason there's so many references to books in it is because he, he had in access the to the books <laughs> and he could go and get them and stuff. That's really funny. Where now you just Google it. Like, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. I, I read a little thing about his bio that he grew up writing short stories on butcher's paper with pencil. So <laughs> <laughs> this never heard. Wow, and uh, like that's where he wrote his first short stories, and then he worked as a paper boy, and he had no formal education beyond like the age of like ten or eleven or something. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he, he was awesome. just self-taught and lived in the library pretty much. And he used to he was a paper boy, and he wrote his first stories and sold them to some magazine short stories, and then he but then he wrote for like Alfred Hitchcock and stuff and things like that. Um, yeah, he got into writing uh, television screenplays and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was writing loads of. Um, and like even uh, imagine you could do that now where you just can't now with yeah. the world of the internet that you could, you could write a short story it would be in some amazing fantasy magazine you have this controversial story about a, an astronaut visiting a planet and at the end of it he turns out <laughs> to be black and then they just turn around and go oh Johnny will you now write a TV show for us yeah like that, that's that's the world it was, it was. Um, well it kind of still that world doesn't, it's hard to yeah. do that now. well now you, if, if that is to happen you have to at least be the one pitching it nobody turn nobody asks you anymore art of war has more words than i thought it's fifty four thousand. i only know like 20 words oh. oh wait okay yeah sorry no it does but the new translation which is the version i have is i thought i saw twelve thousand somewhere not much yeah i think i can memorize that oh yeah what no for I don't actually think I can. Well like it's it's like a hundred and five pages and it's all like well, it's written like that. Oh okay. So you know that's conceivable. It's just to, a, a broken up page like Yeah. yeah. So um <laughs> do you think you could survive Fahrenheit four five one, I guess? <laughs> uh that's um how long have we been going? We've been going for ages, I haven't know, we? Yeah, you're gonna have a lot of Yeah, but I'd be fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah. I could certainly survive well, no, I don't think I could because yeah, I'd be burnt. I'd, I'd, you, you, you'd be the old lady who decides to be burnt with her books. Yeah, although I probably wouldn't be. I, I would uh, just be like, yeah, here, have all my books. What time would you like your breakfast? At? <laughs> I would cave in through. No, I wouldn't. Like, um, I. It's one of the things. Like, people have always, you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather, the boxer. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he when he fought Pacquiao. He made more. That was the weekend the Avengers came out. He made more money on that fight than the Avengers did that weekend. What? Yeah, that's how. Not crazy. How? I have no idea. He got like fifty-two million for the fight itself. That was his fee. Then that's he insane. then he won, so he got the purse, and then he has all the sponsorship as well. <laughs> like that's like after that, just retire. Like fuck it. Yeah. Man. Oh, he did. This is like, I mean, that well, he's retired now, but that was well, like that was his, what 2012? 2012? It was Age of Ultron, 
Whenever oh, okay, out. that's what, two years ago, I think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, last year. It's only last year. Yeah, but he... Um, well, you know, he's won numerous yeah, yeah. titles. Uh, he's undefeated, like, that's a... But anyway, and people, <laughs> people are always like, you know, imagine being him, imagine having the money he has. Yeah. And that would be great, but... I, if given any choice, if I just had to live his life, I couldn't. No matter all that money, I just couldn't because he can't read. Oh, uh, really? So I don't think so. And that's like in Fahrenheit four five one. I don't think like I'd go crazy if I couldn't. And not like I'd, like I'd just play some other things. I I enjoy doing. I'm sure I I could live if I was only reading a bit. Like yeah, there's periods where I don't read a whole lot. But <laughs> like rationing. If you don't have the well, no, I mean I could comfortably live if like it was more frowned upon to have books. Like if the early yeah, stages yeah. of Fahrenheit four five one. But like the idea of just well, not the, being well, the, able whole, to... the whole point of it would be in 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 well, it I... in it you don't know how long that world has been established. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not you get really. a rough idea because because there's the old professor. Well, it's like, relatively short, but yeah, like the the professor is like he was an English professor and he's described as an old man, but he could be like sixty. Yeah, yeah. So it's maybe been around for about twenty years, say. Yeah. So, you're your late twenties. So you'd have been a kid when it happened. That it was brought in. That books were illegal. You know what I mean? That's that's what you're looking at. Minimum. Yeah. Let's let's go to well, let's go to you, an even split. Say you were fifteen, mm. and it was what? What age are you now? Like twenty eight? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. So it's fourteen, fifteen years ago. It happened. Say. So you were you were at least an established reader as a teenager. Yeah. So you've been hiding books in your house for roughly 14 years and then they show up <laughs> going, come on, hand the books over, Johnny. Like, you're, uh. I guess now, like, uh, it'd just be, like, of course you could do it, but it'd just be, it'd be so shit. It's not just the books, it's that, like, once this come, once they come to take your, it's like, you know the, um, you hear like the the sort of pro gun lobbyists in America talk about like what you know once a government comes to take your guns that's when they're going to become a totalitarian government. Oh yeah, which yeah. kind of true. Like that any government's kind of taken over yeah, their yeah. people. The first thing they don't have take is taking their guns. But kind of thinking now it's like oh it's kind of like well no it's when they take your books. Yeah, it's when it, it's... or books being a metaphor for whatever is your source of education and information <laughs> and free thinking. That's it. It's it's taken away your your ability to fight, whatever that may be, whether it's intellectually, yeah, or physically. It's like books are giving you the tools to think outside the box. The idea would learn new things, and even though he predicted like a lot with how the world's gone in terms of how we've reacted to technology, yeah, like he doesn't really have the internet. But his idea is that. You know, in the period when he's writing this book, communication is absolute, isn't it? But the period when he's writing this book in the 1950s, books are the way you learn everything. So it's like if you want to learn how to fight, be it with your intellect or with your yeah. body, in the 50s you learn it for. Like if you want to learn a martial art, if you want to learn guitar, you get a book. If you want to learn how to write, you get a book. Yeah. So he's talking about yeah. His idea is that they're taking away your your ability to learn. Basically. Yeah, and it's because then if nobody, if everybody, if everybody's equal then nobody can learn I can't have a skill that you, you're not taught yeah, in school like, like decided it, by the government yeah. yeah like if we and if we lived in that world like like right now like 
you're a good photographer and I can play guitar. Yeah. But in, if they took the books away from us in this Fahrenheit 451 world, yeah. we're the exact same people. Like we've got, there's not, there's no difference between us. No, like, no. We, we yeah, haven't yeah. been able to learn anything. We wouldn't know how to do a podcast. No. Well, we still don't know how to do a podcast. But, but if we did, you know, <laughs> 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 but even if we figured it out by just like, the way we're doing it now, yeah. Neither of us, <laughs> neither of us would really be better than the other because no, neither of us would have picked up a skill. Any, we wouldn't have been able no, to no. learn anything specifically. Well, simply like, how much stuff did you read about like RSS feeds online before you did, we did the yeah, podcast? You true. know what I mean? Like, that's a yeah. perfect example. Yeah, yeah. But, like before we decided to do our first podcast, I hadn't a clue what an RSS feed yeah. was. Yeah. And the idea is that is because we're the only of our group of friends. Like, very few of us have podcasts. Yeah. We have one because we wanted to do one and learned how to do it. Yeah. And therefore are different than a group that doesn't, but the gov- that that makes people different. Yeah. So you don't want that. So don't have anything teaching somebody how to use an RSS feed. Yeah. Well, no, well, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, oh. I, I would find it really tough because... Well, do you do you, this, fight, do you go on the run? Like, do you do do, do you do Montag? I would Montag. I, I would just get out of society in a lot of ways. And I was thinking about this when, the other day when I came across that video that explained this social credit thing that I was talking about in China. Like, if they brought that in here, I think I just have an attitude of living off the grid. Like, you know what I mean? Even though that sounds extreme, but yeah. Just, I'd just be like, but then you're like, which is, I just unplug a bit. Kind like, of what you know. he does at the end, he goes on the run. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, wait. yeah. Then you just become a target by the government. Yeah. Well, do you think that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, not here. No, yeah. I don't see it happening here. In other countries, yeah, definitely. Um, I've always been, it's just in me, I've always just questioned authority. And not yeah. in a, like, really... Re- I was never a rebellious teenager or anything like that. But I was always... I always just questioned everything. I never yeah. took... I never took anything as the facts. As face value. You know what I mean? And that that's just... in That's who I am. That's embroiled in me. So, I wouldn't be... A, it's going to sound so, like, uh, gothy. But I'm not a very... Conformist. Yeah, I'm not a very conformist type of... I'm not a very conform. I don't have a very conformist personality. Put it that way, and neither do you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I'm not a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and the other side, like, because how those governments kind of succeed is well, and it's kind of this, you look at his wife in it, uh, Mildred. Like, it's more she's the one terrified of what could happen if they find yeah. out he has the books, because they're all about. She just sits at home watching TV all day in this world they've got like yeah. screens on their wall and they're constantly fed just and everything's short like 10 minute quick yeah. stories they're essentially advertisements um, for her short attention span yeah which is fucking I, I which reading, is literally I, uh, what YouTubers are doing now yeah. <laughs> like I was reading there that she's um, there's loads of the comparisons the way she's written and stuff that she's she's not human anymore she's a machine who's that, yeah, like yeah. She's subhuman. Her humanity and her soul are gone, and all. Yeah, and that's, yeah. And that's what most people are like. And then there's the few who stand up and question it. Yeah. 
And I guess they're the ones that have something to fear. Like if they did find a book, but of course they're so into the system now they're never going to want to read a book. Yeah. Again, like people that actually are like like people around today. Yeah. But yeah, so for those governments to sort of succeed in something like that, they need to kind of take something away from you. Whereas I think me and you like don't really we don't need a whole lot to live comfortably, like to make us happy. Like so could kind of manage like going like you said like the sort of just running away from it all yeah but I'm not sure I'd like the idea of the the might of a government coming down on me no that'd be tough yeah I'm, I like, I think I could survive with like you know shack in the woods with a couple of chickens kind of thing yeah <laughs> but uh, just growing my own food <laughs> the idea of b- becoming the running man <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, you're getting way outside our wheelhouse there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're conspiracies. And we're disaster artists, not conspiracy guys. Do you know any? 